Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Movie Newbie. My name's Jabril Sahemi, and I am the Newbie. Oliver Mangum, writer, producer, fellow film lover, occasionally capable of insight. Rafael Luca, thespian, cinephile, and human golden retriever. So, yeah, enjoy the show. Yo, what's up, guys? And we are back again with the Movie Newbie. I'm your host, Jibril Sahemi, and joined by the usual two dudes, the two mandem, El Shabab, since that's a little clue for what we're going to be talking about later. Um, but yeah, how about you go first, Raf, and say hello? Oh, hi there. Um, God, I'm so golly. I'm so excited. Um, I mean, it's been so long. My voice has changed. Uh, hi, guys. Oh, wow. I, it's um, what a pleasure to be back in the midst of, yeah. uh, of, of this company and, and, and in, in a studio um, back in the professional realm of podcast recording. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to be here, and I I I don't know what to say really. It's just it's just really it's just really nice being back with you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah hello everyone again. Uh, I don't have a funny voice, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we yeah we got. It feels really good to be back, but we have got to shake the cobwebs. So yeah. I'll just be the first to say, if we're a little rusty on this episode, this is our first episode back after what. Three, yes. four months, a whole summer. possibly, yeah, possibly, yeah. Whole summer, yeah. Whole when, when did we record the last episode? Do you know? Does mm, anyone have that information? I think I actually have we that little have that record. little list over here. Uh, we did Luca. Well, we published Luca May thirty first. Okay, so that yeah. means that means we, we must have been recording in like maybe end of yeah. April or beginning of May. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I probably think so. That's yeah. what happened. Yeah. Wow. What happened? Why did why did we do this, guys? Huh? Why did we wait? Well, we so said long? we explained on the last we episode we, we needed a bit of a break. Everyone was moving around. Yeah. Um but uh but that brings us on to our first subject. What did you guys do over the summer? Fill everyone in. Oh, so man. go for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh this summer. Well, uh I don't know if we spoke about like moving out and moving into different We did. We that we yeah. actually we actually got real personal on oh, our dude, last Oh dude, we recorded in, in your my house. flat. Yes, yeah, no, yeah, in my old flat which yeah, I no longer live in. In your old flat. Yeah. <laughs> so, um update, I am still homeless. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone out there has like a room to rent, mm-hmm. yeah. a couch to spare. We're setting up um like a PayPal or a Venmo yeah. or like a, yeah. a fun a, a Kickstarter, charity, a Kickstarter for Jabril's yeah. crowdfunding yeah. Uh, Kickstarter. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ollie, Ollie, Ollie left me to join uh, the West London, this is the West London Wanderers. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, uh, I went over to the dark side. Yeah, uh, he did. So yeah, so I went back to Bahrain for a bit, hung out for a month, and then uh, I had my master's graduation. Hey. Uh, had that little ceremony in uh, Westminster, like right next to uh, freaking what's that? Uh, fucking Westminster Abbey. That's yeah, what it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I was gonna help you. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Great graduation photos, by the way. You, you, you managed to you. make the graduation robes look pretty fly, which thank is you. no small feat. Yeah. Ty, I mean, you my can friend. make anything look dapper. That's the thing. <laughs> no. you know I mean? yeah. Guys, Come on, we're back, baby. We're back. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's that's pretty much what I did this summer. Um, Go anywhere interesting, anywhere new, find any mm. romantic leads, anyone you fall in love with. What happened? Well, yeah, Did you so- have a hot girl summer as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, one of the things was I didn't have a passport, so like I couldn't travel really to to Europe or whatever. Like oh, I could right, only go back to Bahrain, and I finally got my passport again, in, like towards the end of August. Mm-hmm. So then 
I think like two weeks after that, I went to Copenhagen with my dad, which mm. was fun. Nice. I love Copenhagen. If there are any Danish people listening to this, Copenhagen's sick. Love mm. that city. Shout out. Um, and yeah, what about you guys? What about you guys? I don't want to talk too much about that. Yeah, um, I had a fantastic summer. It was, I think it was one of my, one of my favorite summers of my life, <laughs> which is a big thing. I mean, obviously, like I love summer. It's it's a, it's a it's a great um, time to just be alive and and just you know experience the sun, the weather, everything. And we had weather, boys. Fucking, it was hot, a little bit too hot. I'm worried yeah. for the planet at this point. Um, but yeah, I went to Greece for the first time. It was it was my first um, attendance at a wedding. Uh, I went to to one of my. What you never been to a wedding before? I've never been to a wedding before. So oh, it was wow. my first time attending a wedding. Um, and yeah, first time in Greece as well. Went island hopping in Greece, which was like a spectacular. Went with a friend, and um, yeah, that was amazing. That was like a first experience. There was like a lot of first experiences. I saw my favorite band, Fat Freddy's Drop, which was amazing, incredible. I was um, just the biggest fan of them. So it's it's it was quite the experience. Um, a lot of tears were shed, and a lot of boogies were had. Um, I went back to see my uh, family in France, which had been a very long time. I hadn't been back to that part of, of France in over a decade, which is insane to me. Mm. Um, you know, seeing my grandpa who, who's, you know, 10 years older and losing his mind. Um, but it was, it was very nice to, you know, embrace that part of the family again. Um, and I, I missed it. I longed for it, I think. And then we went to Edinburgh Fringe, me and you, Ollie. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which was my first Fringe and my and first time at Edinburgh. And, and we saw a guest of the show, one time guest of the show, indeed, Ali Woods. Ali Woods represent, um, who was great. He, we saw, we yeah, we saw yeah. him do a stand up. He was fantastic. Ali Woods, what, what? Um, and yeah, that that's about it. That sums up nice. Like I've had like gr- great first experiences, which mm. is really oh, phenomenal. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had, a, I had a really good summer too. I th- I'd say it was a good combination of significant life changes and work. Mm. Um, mm. And then, but then also I, I managed to get a bit of traveling in there and have some fun as well. So that was really good. Uh, yeah, I moved house first and foremost, or moved flats, I should say. So I, w- I left East. I betrayed my brethren, <laughs> crossed over to the dark side. That is West London, which I'm pretty sure I, I probably joked about doing on this podcast. But yeah, moved to another part of the city, um, which, you know, it's still, it's still the same city, but you talk to people, they, they treat it like you've gone to another continent or something like that, or you're in a different time zone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I live pretty close to RAF now, which hey, is, yo. you know, an unfortunate byproduct, but hey. <laughs> what, what you going to do, eh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, which was nice. Yeah, I moved in with one-time guest of the show or two-time guest of the show, two I time. suppose. Yeah. 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 So we've been like setting up, you know, moving takes a lot out of you. It's very busy, but um, that's been great. Uh, I went to Lithuania. Hey. With Naring as well to meet your family and travel as well around there. It was stunning. Had a great time. Um, then I went to Edinburgh Fringe, yes. And then also went to a festival uh, a few weeks ago, back in August to kind of, mm. well, actually, no, it was the first weekend of September. So kind of a nice way to round off the mm. summer. But we went to the end of the road f- uh, festival. And um, yeah, so a lot of great music. There. Yeah. I was about to say, I had yeah. films on the mind. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. So yeah, great summer. Yeah. Oh, I actually just forgot to say, but uh, Raf and I, we also went to Carnival. We the did. return of Carnival, yeah. which was amazing, you know, yeah. in Notting Hill. That's right. Um, first time experience for, for me as well. Yeah, yeah. It was not your first time. It wasn't right? my yeah, first yeah. time. Uh, it was like the first time I've been in like 
eight years or yeah. something. So yeah, yeah, wow. uh, it was it was really lovely. Like so happy. Everyone yeah. was just like having such a great day. I like I loved it. It was so nice. I did both days. Yeah, Raph. you did. I can't do that anymore, <laughs> unfortunately. You know, I do one day and then my body's like it nope. retires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a grandpa. I'm like I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Uh, and then also um, while they were in French, uh, I had a gig with this collective that I'm a part of now called Soda, which has been amazing. You should check them out, soda.club on Instagram. Um, and yeah, we did like this crazy electronic ensemble piece, mm -hmm. which was mad, and I got to perform for the first time in a long time, so that was really nice. Yeah. But I think we should move on right now because there's something a little bit more important we should talk Ooh, about. Yes. We've got to get um, um, this yeah, business what, in order. Yeah, 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 so I think what, so we've, so we've, I guess we've, it's been like four months since we've spoken yeah. about any movies. Yeah. So I want to know what you guys have been watching this summer. Like, has there been anything, like some standouts? I'm pretty sure Top Gun yeah. is... Yeah, yeah, Top yeah. Top Gun yeah. Was, yeah. Was, yeah. Was, I think, um, I was like, so we were kind of thinking about talking about what movies we saw over the summer uh, for this bonus ode in preparation. And I was looking back at my watch list and I realized I watched barely any movies this summer. Mm. I mean, it's been a pretty pitiful showing in terms of movies coming out at the cinema. I don't know if you've been following the news, mm. but there's been a dearth of new releases, which has been yeah. catastrophically bad for mm. box office um, income. Mm. But yeah, I, I, I guess because I've been busy with moving and various things going on, I've not been watching as much movies over the summer. Watch a lot of lot more TV and reading and stuff, mm. but I will say, yeah, a Top Gun Maverick would be the top of my list. Me and Raf went to see that in IMAX in Waterloo, Oof. and it was just, you know, a mind blowing Bonkers. experience. Mm. I, I was levitating from my seat yeah. Yeah. for the last hour. Yeah, really good. It in a weird way. Um, I don't know if, we were, if, we, if I was speaking to it uh, about it with you guys, but um, it kind of reminded me of when we watched Buried and there was like, they had to build like 26 different types of coffins just to get the cameras in there. Right. Yeah. And I heard for these like flight scenes because they wanted to get the actual um, fighter jets yeah. like in air, but mm. they with didn't the know with the actors and they didn't know how to like place the cameras within mm. the, the, the cockpit. The cockpit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I heard it took like about a year just to figure out like the logistics of that. And I thought yeah. that was really cool. And the actors yeah. had to direct themselves because there was no, you know, there was no director. Ooh, there was there. no video village, no vi you know, because yeah. they're in these jets that are flying like, God knows where. So mm. they're completely, I think they're like out of con. You can't, they're not in contact with the director or the production right. crew. So they can't, they, I think the director was saying in an interview that I listened to that they'd send the actors up there mm. with the, with the pilots in those jets. Then they'd come back down and they'd review the footage immediately. Mm. And they'd be like, oh, we didn't get the sunset in there. Or we, the lighting didn't work there. Yeah. We couldn't really see. So get them back up there. And yeah. of course, flying in a in like an F-16 jet or mm. whatever they were flying in, that is not like a casual experience. <laughs> no, I mean, no, it's, it's uh, those, those actors, I think that one of them was saying in a talk show appearance, I think it was, um, oh, what's that, that really handsome guy, Glenn something. Yes, Glenn uh, Powell. Glenn Powell, that's yeah. it, yeah. yeah. He was saying that like, almost after every cut, what you don't see when you're watching the film is that, he would have to go to the vomit bag and just mm. puke his guts yeah, out yeah. because it's oh, yeah. so disorienting and dizzying yeah. and overwhelming to be up in those things. It, yeah. it, Even with the Tom Cruise uh, yeah. boot camp that yeah. they, yeah. they had to go through, which was I, really I think intense. they did one of those like G-Force, like old school NASA oh. like tests. Yeah. And I just get to... sick looking at those yeah. things. Oh, yeah. It looks like my nightmare, oh, really. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my big question for you guys, um, playing volleyball in jeans or playing American football in jeans on the beach? Also, they were not playing American football. Oh, I don't know they what they, yeah, don't they know were what playing. They were playing this bizarre, it was kind of, um, 
It was like two footballs were in play or something, right? It was like some made up oh, like yeah. uh, like dog something to dog sort of simulate dog, dog fighting, fighting on the beach. But right. I was trying to make I was trying to like understand the rules. I was like, this makes no sense. I, I have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, I think they, they were both, just having fun. they both attack. Yeah, they're having some they're, fun. They're just having some fun. Out there, <laughs> <laughs> just a just a bunch of naked men. They're right there. Fun. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I would say I would go. I would opt um, to go for volleyball because I just prefer that game mm. overall. Mm. I, I fucking love volleyball, yeah. especially at the beach. Mm. I don't really understand um, American football, um, <laughs> so I wouldn't know what to do with the ball right. at all. Yeah. So volleyball for me, that's a classic beach. Ad. I mean, mm. I prefer yoga pants over jeans yeah, yeah. in yeah. any kind of physical activity yeah, yeah. Um, on the we beach. Have played, we have played volleyball once. We have, uh, yeah, Santosa. beach volleyball. Yeah, 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 yeah Tanjong, definitely. Tanjong Beach Club. We had our own little uh, Top Gun. Yeah, we did. We did. Like, I was fuck, Maverick. Big high five. No, you were Maverick. <laughs> I was Iceman. Yeah. A lot of like homoerotic undertones. 100%. Yeah, we even went home together that night. <laughs> uh, can oh, check right. it, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so well, other than Top Gun, what else? Uh, we uh, watched Nope as well. I watched Nope mm -hmm. this, uh, mm -hmm. this summer with, with Ollie mm -hmm. as well. I need to get uh, on that. Ollie and Naringa. Um, which, you know, for me, I'm a big, big, big Jordan Peele fan. Um, he's just a mastermind of, of of the genre that he's putting out there. You know, he's kind of distinctive style. And I just love that he's... Um, you know, he's kind of embracing that Spielbergian um, feeling to to mm. cinema and to movies, mm. and he's creating original content. So that's why I, I really worship the the dude because everything um, that comes out from his mind is original, authentic, and it's different. You know, so it's it's it, and Nope was was exactly that. And you know, I'm a huge fan of Daniel Kaluuya as well. Um, so. It was a really great experience for me. There is definitely like a lot and I won't, you know, there's obviously if you haven't seen it, no spoilers, um, but there's a lot to unpack, a mm. lot to unravel for mm. sure. It's a Jordan Peele film. So there's always going to be more than meets the eye. Yeah, I yeah. think I quite enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoyed it. I did have on a storytelling perspective, I did have some issues with the yeah. third act, but I thought um, visually, stylistically, oh, technically, yeah. it was such a quantum leap for Jordan mm. Peele as a director. I mean, yeah. he's really proven himself to be Technically speaking, one of the most adventurous uh, blockbuster filmmakers out there because mm. it was shot in IMAX and they created like a new type of lighting or something. Mm. Or like they created him and his uh, cinematographer, Hoyt Van Hoytema, who does all of the Christopher Nolan films. Yeah. I think they developed a new technology to shoot nighttime sequences during the day. Yeah. Um, and and it's really cool. And I thought, so I thought it looked fantastic. And there were some images in that film that I will never get out of my mind. So yeah. um, that was, yeah, that was another good summertime movie going mm. experience, but those are mm. the only two that really jumped to mind. I mean, apart from that, watching a lot of old films, but that doesn't really count. Yeah. Same. Mm. Like I, you know, I, I kind of went through the John Cassavetes uh, films and I also went through um, recently because Jean-Luc Godard just passed away, yeah. uh, went through French um, new wave cinema um, because I, I love that time period and I love films that have come out. So François, Tr uh, François Truffaut or, or Jean-Luc Godard mm. and, and seeing, you know, 400 blows or Vivre Sa Vie. Um, oh, did you watch that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that recently. <sighs> and, you know, I'm just, I, there's an, I have a, you know, an obsession with that, that period of time because it really did change cinema and give independent filmmakers, you know, ge the generations for um, independent filmmakers to, to, to have new tools for, for filmmaking. Yeah. 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 I think when you, if you've ever taken a film studies class, one of the first yeah. sort of areas you hone in on is the French new wave. 
And it's a bit of a cliche, but there's a reason for it because that's when directors were really sort of throwing out the rule book. Experimental. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. What about you, Jabril? Is there anything other than yeah. Top Gun 2 that you uh, TV stuff? Any TV you stuff? enjoyed over the summer? Oh, uh, we can't talk about one little thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really that much. Um, so yeah, I, I've... I mean, there's the usual shit like fucking the Marvel movies and whatever, which yeah, yeah, were pretty yeah. underwhelming to me. Um, yeah, the TV shows. I've just been trying to catch up on TV shows. Like I watched. Uh, well, you're on the whatever. She-Hulk, right? You you, you gave me positive. Um, yeah, so that, She-Hulk. That's which, pretty good because yeah. um, it's like a classic sitcom. Yeah, which is what yeah. I, I it's feel like. Ali like, McBeal or something, isn't it? Yeah, so they don't really have that whole like sitcom hot like 25 minutes you know it's just like yeah. oh is it a 30 fun. minute show yeah oh so cool. it's like a like that. it's back to like basics from when i was yeah. a kid you know the yeah, yeah. the jokes are really funny and there's mm. loads of cameos and stuff which mm. is really nice um and then i watched uh the mike tyson i started watching the mike tyson show yeah. which so far is really cool like the way that it's structured and the way mm. that it is they have the actor act as uh mike in like three different stages of life mm. and the way the show is narrated is like the act like mike giving a keynote speech mm. and he's talking to an audience and then it would flash back to different moments in his career and then they would have um i don't know it's just a really interesting way of doing yeah. it yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting perspective yeah yeah so i thought it was really creative in the way they were doing that um well there's also uh you know we can go into yeah, it but there's there's it. the opposing uh fantasy shows that are yeah. uh, back-to-back coming out as well you know uh, house of the dragon and rings of power which yeah. one do we prefer do we battle it out do we debate it you know i mean for me it has to be house of the dragon yeah, it's yeah. way it's, better structure. it's good to be back yeah. in in uh yeah yeah it's good to be back it's in that realm. Be, yeah, in, that in, world. in the realm. Mm. It's good to be back in the realm. <laughs> I sound like Stewie from Family It's good to be back in the realm, giggity. <laughs> that was Quagmire. That's Quagmire. I don't watch Family Guy. So I, I don't know what I'm talking Dude, about. Jiggity. Hey, Peter. <laughs> hey, Peter. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think so. I think it's it's sharper. The writing's much better. The characters are more interesting. I think Rings mm-hmm. of Power definitely falls short in that aspect. And Rings of Power, I just feel like a little indifferent about it mm. you know we can this is a whole different you know we can get into a, an episode about i mean we gotta do a fantasy theme oh yeah we gotta do a fantasy theme or just do a bonus ode on like you know fantasy mm. television for sure uh yeah what yeah. was i gonna say oh yeah and then last night i watched bodies 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 yes oh there yeah. we go yeah. there we go yeah. yeah so that one it was it was cool yeah. Like I, you guys know that I have a thing against a a twenty four. But like after watching everything yes, everywhere yeah. all at once, I thought that was like pretty Reignited good. Reignited your faith in yeah. Um, and then yeah, it was it leaned more into the comedy than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to give anything away, but uh, it was it was a funny film and mm. uh, no jump scares really. Hey, yeah, okay. so I was okay with that. And I think <laughs> I'm, I might be able to watch the Jordan Peele movies now. <laughs> I think so. I think you should. I they mean, don't really have jump scares. The Jordan Peele films. Nope. It doesn't nope, get out. Nope. Doesn't that much. Yeah. But uh, I would say us. Us is probably okay. the one with the most. But yeah, that I one feel, scared me. That mm. one did terrify. It's, it might be frightening, but it doesn't have like the loud noises. No, and yeah. Dun, mm-hmm. so, like, like sort of frighten yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's more yeah. psychological, if anything. Um, All right. Yeah. So, what do we? Where do we go from here? <laughs> I can't remember. Structure. I, yeah. so we just, so we are we going to talk uh, about shit. how the podcast yeah, is changing? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Um, so yeah, we figured that uh, we wanted to like, I don't know, make the podcast a little bit more structured in a way, or at least like trying to limit it to like 30, 40 minutes max. So we don't like 
I don't know, just talk and talk and talk about random stuff that mm. doesn't really have any any effect for our listeners. Yeah. So we are kind of doing away with uh, the like free flowy chat that we have mm. in the beginning, just so we don't like always repeat ourselves. And we're I think we're going to add a few more questions here yeah. and there just to, I don't know, expand on what we think the like a film review could be, or at least for my knowledge as a newbie, you know, like we, at least from my perspective, one of the things that I said was we focus a lot on the acting and the directing, but we don't really focus much on anything else. And I feel like there, there are huge teams, you know, that work on these films and a lot of people that put their heart and soul into the movie that I think we should give them some credit credit. too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So much do credit. And, um, and then, yeah, we're, we're doing away with the, Especially the what age the worst and what age the best. Mm. It was always I like particularly such a, vetoed that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, I did not like it. It was such a confusing <laughs> question towards the end because like we're always like, oh yeah, lack of female yeah. uh, representation, uh, lack of uh, POC yeah. representation, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're like the usual, a, the usual yeah. stuff, especially with the older films. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, what do you guys think? Yeah, I, I like I like the fact that we you know each season we're trying to. Um, essentially better ourselves or find a better version of, of the format. Um, and really, um, having faith in structure, which is nice because obviously free flowing conversation, this is, this is what it's about, right? The bonus out, mm-hmm. you know, this is where we can free flow. Exactly. We can yeah. fuck up, we can, you know, say nonsense and we can kind of like, you know, just, just go on tangents. But I think for the episodes themselves, um, we want to have more of a linear structure for more cohesion so that, you know, for you guys out there, um, you know, exactly where you can cut off or where you can jump, you know, start, start mm. the episode or you can stop yep. it there. Um, just basically, uh, it enables you to, 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 have more, um, yeah, cohesion in the episode and it gives us the chance to also like make more sense out of it mm-hmm. and not get lost within mm-hmm. the, the world of the episode. Cause we can easily do that. And we've easily done Definitely. that many times yeah. before where we've just gone on tangents and then no one's, if no one takes me, if no one takes me out of a tangent, I will keep going. <laughs> yeah. I will write that fucking pony until Mount Doom, my friend. Um, so, and you know, me and Holly, like, me and Holly can just yeah, like ride yeah. together in the sunset yep, yep. and then Jable's like, guys, <laughs> Guys, what? come back to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are you talking about? <laughs> Where are you guys going with this? Um, so it's it's just nice. It's nice to have a more, um, yeah, a, a better structure for for the episodes. Um, and we'll see how it goes. You know, yeah. it, it could be that this is a, a thing where we're adapting. We're because we, we 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 continuously try to you know um, find better ways to you know ways to improve um and it's a season three so it's exciting and we want to you know give you know shake it up a little bit and it's autumn it's a transitionary period so why don't transition with it yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) i think that's the that's the overriding conclusion here or the point to take away is that we're always going to be sort of experimenting with the format we're going to be finding more sharper like sharper uh more fresh versions of it and so what we're doing now is going to be a little bit of an experimentation. But I think what we're definitely going to try and stick to is reigning in the time length of the episodes. Mm, yeah. And that wasn't something necessarily that came from, was a, a, a decision we arrived at internally. It was some, it was advice that was given to you, oh, yeah. uh, Jabril, by, uh, we should say, someone who's got a lot more experience in this yeah. field who listened to the podcast and mentioned that the content is good, but most listeners out there or mm. casual mm. podcast listeners, they prefer to listen. If they're going to listen to an unknown podcast, they prefer that it's under 45 minutes. Yeah, right? yeah mm. preferably. I mean, I remember uh, when I went, it was, I think it was called podcast 
Con or something like that. Mm. It was in the Comic Con uh, of podcasts. Basically, basically. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. it was really cool, you know. Yeah. Like um I like caught a glimpse of like Louis Theroux in the distance hey, and stuff like cool. that. There was loads of really cool podcasters there. And they had this like audit kind of um, you know, they'll check out your podcast, see if it's good or not, and then they'll give you some advice about it and then obviously try to sell you something. Mm-hmm. Um but what he said was <laughs> try to yeah. yeah, it's a business. Gotta make that um, money. So yeah, they what what they were saying was um keep it under forty five and then yeah. also either go the free flowing route. Or go the questions route. Yeah. So I think we're going to try this questions thing for a bit. And yeah, so we're keeping favorite scene yep. and favorite performance. Mm-hmm. And now we're also adding um, favorite quote. Mm. And then a little like armchair. Yeah, we haven't figured out the the title for that mm. question as of yet. But we call it, we're, I'm going to call it the armchair filmmaker question for now. Because... It's that sort of thing where you're watching a film made by someone who is way more experienced than you in this thing, but you think you can do it better for some reason, or you mm. think that there's something that you would change if you could go back. Mm. So in essence, it's a, what would you change? Mm. And this is an opportunity for us to be completely entitled, <laughs> to be totally negative where it doesn't need, where you don't need to, <laughs> to be, just and just maybe film. focus yeah. on something that could change. So it's, in a way, it's it's rooted in the same DNA as what's aged the worst, but it's less confusing, yeah. and it's hopefully leads to more interesting and less repetitive content or mm-hmm. answers. Yeah. And so we and we discussed this. We're not always going to necessarily use that question in every episode. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it won't be relevant. Sometimes we might, you know, we might be running late or something like mm. that, or that's just not where the conversation goes. I think that's something else mm. we also discussed, which is we're going to be tighter, but also a little looser at the yeah. same time too, if that makes yeah. sense. Unstructured structure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Organized chaos. Yeah. You, 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 follow the con- you follow the conversation, but you also have these anchors of these questions and the knowledge that you're not going to be rambling for 15 yeah. minutes mm. without any sort of... Loosey-goosey and righty-tighty, baby. Let's go. Let's yeah. go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Yeah. Well, I guess this is good to, I guess, move on to introducing the theme. Yeah. 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 Which, it, which so, is yours. Yeah. Man. So yeah. it's, it's Very back, back to me. Um, and yeah, I, I think I've had, I don't know how many themes that I've done so far. We did the Pixar one. Mm-hmm. We did the video game one, yeah. which I think was a bit of a failure for me. Oh, that was no, so confusing. No. It was so confusing. So, yeah. The best <laughs> video game to movie adaptation. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it wasn't even no, that. Wasn't no, even no, that. It movies was, that became that good became video games. Video yeah, yeah, <laughs> movies that became good video games. <laughs> and then me and Rafa both like on that one, like, oh, we got to go Whatever. with this. Yeah, we yeah. Did well, say, hey, yeah, yeah. hey I watched Tarzan and I cried my eyes out. Hey, Tarzan <laughs> was great. Don't get me wrong. I love that shit. One more. One Family, <laughs> trust your heart. Let fate decide to guide these things we see. <laughs> uh, we love it. Yeah, like and then I had moment. the the history one, which was also I I loved that one. Yeah, that was um, a good. One. Yeah, I love my, my my history shit. It was a World War Two theme, wasn't it? Was, it? Yeah, it, it was, was World Schindler's War Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sh- no, not Schindler's List. Oh, sorry, um, not Schindler's List. No, uh, the, we watched the pianist. The pianist. The pianist. Yeah, with Fre- Frederico, right? Was it- no, no, that was with Ali, Ali Woods. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was with Ali. Was with yeah. Ali. Yeah. And then we did um, uh, the, the uh, downfall. downfall. Downfall, yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. Yes. And then we did... Uh, was it Inglorious Bastards? It was. Yes, I we think. did Inglorious yeah, Bastards. Revisionist, yeah. revisionist history. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, bringing it back to another thing. It, uh, so if you don't... Wait, what did I just say? That was so weird. See, this is where we're a little rusty. But yeah, so this is the next theme. Uh, I wanted to bring it back to like a little bit of from where I'm from. Mm. If some of you don't know, I'm half Saudi. I'm an Saudi. Uh, my name is Jibril Al-Sahemi. Mm. Uh, and I wanted to 
shed some light on the Saudi film industry, which is completely new. Well, I guess what? It's been around for the last 10 years or so. Or, well, not even really, because cinemas were only legalized after 35 years again um, in 2017. And this was uh, one of the things that uh, MBS or Mohammed bin Sulman brought to the country. Now, I don't want to get really political on this, you know, like this is a film podcast. So we're just going to keep it nice and chill. Mm. And um, one of the things that's happened in Saudi Arabia in the last four or five years is that there has been a huge focus in the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. the cultural industry, the cultural sector, the creative sector. And you can see it now. There's like musicians, you know, music mm-hmm. festivals, film, fef- uh, film festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a huge population of youth right now in Saudi Arabia that are allowed to like at least follow their dreams and actually do what they want to do rather than, yeah. you know, join... Aramco, like the biggest oil company in the world, yeah, or like yeah. go join a bank or like They're whatever their parents want for, them to do. People. Yeah. Have been, so have you been to Saudi Arabia when that shift kind of occurred? Has it introduced more life into or like? Well, I, I, I'll talk to you about like my personal um, perspective, at least growing up, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. I was here when the changes happened. Yeah. So I can't really tell you exactly what it was like when it when it changed. But because I was here. Yeah. But I grew up in Saudi until the age of seven. Yeah. Right. The only time that I would be able to watch movies was if, um, like, a cousin or whatever from the States would, like, uh, copy a VHS tape and then we'd, we'd get the VHS and we could watch yeah. it at home. Or we'd have to travel. So I'd, yeah. I'd either go to Bahrain, which is, like, an hour and a half drive from where we lived in Saudi. Yeah. Go to Bahrain and that's where, like, they had alcohol, you know. They yeah, have yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. where kids, you know, like if you go to school, boys and girls are together. Yeah. So we yeah. would watch movies that way. Or when I go to Singapore, I'd watch of movies course. in Singapore. Yeah, yeah. And then we moved to Bahrain, and in Bahrain, obviously, every weekend, like shit ton of Saudis will come across the border mm. just to do that exact same thing: go to the movies, mm. um, go to restaurants, yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah. have a find a bit of more freedom, maybe. Yeah, yeah. a little bit yeah. more freedom and stuff that they can't do back home, maybe back home. under the watchful eye of the government yeah. or if family members. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a huge thing, and uh, it, it's a huge pressure on the Bahraini economy, you know. Mm. So now yeah. with Saudi legalizing, I think they have about, I think it's in the forties or fifties, like number of cinemas mm. in the country. Um, basically changes the game you know because now your average saudi who maybe couldn't afford to go to bahrain every weekend to drive over and go there and watch a movie now they can go and watch a movie at home right like in their home country Mm -hmm. which is great so but is that pulling um is that taking money out of bahrain then as a result not yes yes and no i guess um bahrain's still quite an international place like I think the main selling point of Bahrain for Saudis is alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like people who, <laughs> Humans, who like enjoy, different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people who enjoy drinking, you know, having a good time, they'll go to Bahrain and yeah. let loose a little bit. They can do it, like I said, away from the watchful eyes that yeah. they do not need. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cinema was a huge thing for, for Saudis coming to Bahrain or mm. they would go to Jordan if you're in that part of the world, like part of Saudi yeah. or they'd go to the Emirates or cool. Uh, yeah, Kuwait, like mm. anything around where they have borders, yeah. like bordering another country, easy. Uh, but for those that are maybe like right smack it in the middle, like Riyadh, for example, which is the setting of one of the movies that we've mm. watched, um, 
like it's right smack in the middle. So if you yeah. wanted to go to a movie, you either have to drive five hours to Bahrain uh. or fly to Bahrain or, you know, it's not, it doesn't really, like, it's not very easy. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. streaming and whatever. Yeah. But even there, like, they used to block a lot of stuff online. Strong censorship. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, the three movies. Yes. Um, the first movie is called Wajda, and it was um, filmed in, like, 2011, came out in 2012. Mm -hmm. And so this was before the change um, yeah. that cinemas were allowed. Yeah. Right. So basically, this film is really cool because they had to, like, secretly film it. Oh, it was really? a, di a female director, so yeah. she basically had to, like, hide in a van and yeah. like yes. give directions on phone yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's really cool and then one of the best things about this film is actually it got uh international international acclaim you yeah. know it yeah, yeah. i think it it won uh i have the notes here it won best foreign film at the baftas in 2014 yeah, yeah. um and i think it was it won a few other awards mm. so that's uh one of the movies that we're watching the yeah. first one and yeah. uh it's a beautiful, beautiful film. Mm -hmm. It's about uh, the female kind of experience in Saudi Arabia, which honestly, like I've never seen, mm -hmm. you know, because mm -hmm. everything was separated from the moment you're born to when you get married, of I course. guess. Yeah. Everything is separated. So to see what a young girl goes through in yeah. Saudi Arabia and like in a very just like traditional way, mm -hmm. it, it's it's pretty, pretty beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, the second movie we're going to watch is called The Book of Sun. And that's one. Oh, sorry. No, Beraka meets Beraka, which is uh, a little like drama comedy kind of thing. It was also filmed in 2016 or 2017. And it's it's pretty funny. Like it nice. also has like yeah. a few quips at like uh, tradition, like traditional ways of thinking yeah. and religious yeah, ways yeah. of thinking. You know, the the issues that Arabs at least like to speak on are quite different to the issues that western i guess movies will touch on touch sure. upon you know yeah, like for, sure, for sure. example let's say lgbtq right mm. it's such a taboo topic amongst mm. like local arabs yeah. that like the way they would talk about it is like in a like through jokes or through yeah. like comedy that's like a lot of the things in the middle east like mm. if you want to talk about sensitive topics yeah you can talk through them t talk use comedy to talk through yeah. them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. this is a really cool um film nice. where they talk about certain things i don't want to give it away yeah, yeah, and yeah. then finally we're going to go with the book of sun which is the most recent film i think it uh it was from 2020 it's yeah, also like, of this one yeah I've this one's this a one netflix <laughs> it's like a netflix production or co-production or mm -hmm. something and it's about uh these like two students who are going to school and they want to be like filmmakers and it's basically oh, wow. uh movie about them making a movie yeah you know, it's one of those kinds of things yeah, like sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. uh and it's it's awesome it's really funny uh it has a little bit of like a horror kind of aspect to it yeah element, like a little bit yeah, yeah. it's not really but a little bit yeah, yeah. like the the topics that they speak about are horror-esque okay right yeah, uh, right very cool yeah okay. so those are the three movies oh, uh they're all in arabic um and i think if you want to watch if you want to watch these movies you can find them on movie especially wajda right. is on movie mm -hmm. um Baraka meets Baraka is uh, on Netflix, I believe, and then cool. uh, the Book of Sun is also on Netflix. Also so, Netflix. Yeah. if anybody wants to watch those movies, please do. Cool. Um, they're great. They're great films, and I'm super proud to be 
a Saudi and having yeah. like, you know, this, yeah. right now, you know, and ha ha I'm so happy that there are like female directors who are leading course, the way, yeah, uh, yeah. young people leading the are way, the, you know, are they all three directed by, by women? No. So the, the first one, the first Wajda one is, yeah. was by a woman yeah. and then Baraka Baraka is by a man. And then, um, same with the book of sun. Okay. Yeah. Great, great, great. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Wow. So um, I and again, I know nothing of Saudi cinema. So this mm. is going to be a a whole new world mm. that I'm dipping into, which I'm very excited by. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just uh, like it's, maybe it's not really a question, but it's just like I I don't know how much you guys know about like local, like what what Saudi is, you know? Because it was Dude. so it's it's kind of like Wakanda, but without the technology. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. <laughs> that's a great analogy. It's like closed off to the world. I mean, I know it just purely from you know, either the news, um, Me? it's yeah, <laughs> you, uh, it's conflict and interest between obviously mm -hmm. Saudi and America and the United States mm -hmm. always have, there's always something going on between them too. Um, but also it's close relations with Iran or like not close relations, mm -hmm. but as in like, um, because I know quite a bit about Iran Iranian, um, cinema, mm -hmm. I've sensed that like I could, um, better understand maybe mm. the, the Saudi world as well or want to know about the Saudi world mm. as well. Because it's like very conflicting. Yeah. So like yeah. Iran and Saudi is or like... Not. They're not buddies. It's like USSR and America that's in the Cold it. War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's mm. it. They're, that's they're it. not buddies at all. They're and then, buddies. oh, since you mentioned Iran, um, just so, sorry to hear about like what happened oh, right yeah, now yeah. in yeah. recent yeah. days. Yeah, it's so course. terrible, so yeah. sad. And uh, yeah, just yeah. shout out to all the women over there Absolutely. doing their thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah, what about you, Ali? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I've this. So I haven't seen any Saudi films before. Mm. You, you mm. told us that this is what we we're going to be doing. So mm. I have seen at least one of them now, as of this recording. Uh, and yeah, this is a bit of a spoiler, but I really, really enjoyed it, and I'm really, really excited to yeah. dig mm. into this scene. Nice. Uh, understand, learn more about Saudi filmmakers, learn more about Saudi culture as well, because. Yeah. Um, I guess I, I don't know if this is incorrect, but apart, I've only been to Dubai. Mm. Does that count as Saudi? As sort of it's similar sure but like i know it's vastly different in terms of the, the cultures well, compared all, to saudi arabia but we're from the gulf you know so the yeah, gulf we have yeah, similar culture yeah. but, you know arabs have similar which culture. is to say that's that's my limited exposure i suppose to middle eastern culture and being in that part of the world mm. um so no i'm really really interested i'm really really interested to be talking about this with you as well mm. as somebody yeah, yeah. who has that heritage but also yeah. a unique perspective because you're saudi and you spend a lot of time there but also you didn't grow up there entirely mm -mm. you live in yeah. london you have this international and I'm a mixed um, kid. Out, you yeah, have this yeah. outsider quality about it as There's well, but you're, all, you're, it, yeah. but you're also you also can speak to it with a lot more authority mm. yeah. than we can. So yeah, really excited. Well, and you have to yeah. take us to Bahrain at some point because oh, I yeah, love for sure. I've checked out photos yesterday of Bahrain, and I was like, man, I want to go to this place. This yeah, place. it's yeah. it's, it it's dope, a weird place. <laughs> yeah, it's it, a lovely place. Yeah, it, it just reminds me a bit. It's got like the Singapore essence to it, where it's by you know, it's yeah, it's, it's by the it's kind of an island. It is an island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it just gave me those vibes. Nice. Well, I can't wait to take you guys on this yeah. film journey. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, to the listeners out there, thank you for listening to this episode. We're back. We're back, baby. We're, We're back, back, baby. We're back. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening and catch you on the next episode for Wedge Da. Um, please watch it and enjoy. Ciao, ciao for now, my people. <laughs> <laughs>